All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Um, we've got a very uh, special guest with us today. Um, our very own Richard Campbell decided to share his story with us. Um, well, I don't know if he decided, but we uh, kind of ran into some scheduling issues with our other guests. That's what so, we're doing. <laughs> impromptu, we've got uh, your very own uh, podcast host uh, coming in to share his life story. Yeah. And I think it might be good if people have, like, a little bit of background knowledge. If you're listening and you don't know who I am, um, there's some guy in Russia listening, which I'm really stoked about, hopefully. If you're that guy in Russia, please send us a DM. Yeah, DM me, bro. (laughs) We want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's cool, though, how I can pull up the analytics like that. I don't know. Do I just start? Uh, No, so uh, give me... The earliest memory you have. Earliest memory I have? Yeah, get way back in there. Um, okay, so I think it was my dad and my cousin Johnny, maybe, or my cousin Milo. One of those two, and my brother Trevor, we were all in the car, and we were going to the hospital because uh, my brother Jacob was being born, and my mom was at the hospital, and we weren't for some reason. I just remember driving around, you know, like the... The, the, the baseball fields the, uh-huh. at the high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. like that little little glimpse. Wow. That's it. That's a... That's, a, that's how, probably how, like how three we, or... Three? Three? three four? Yeah. Maybe four? Yeah. No, three. Because he was born like a week before... A couple days before my birthday. Three oh. days before my birthday. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so you can keep going from there. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about early childhood. Uh, my childhood was... It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like, it really wasn't. Um, you know, there was some problems with the family, and uh, for everybody listening, this is, just, this is just my story, dude, and this is how I remember it, and if I offend you, I'm sorry. Um, get over it. It's in the past. <laughs> uh, but, like, and like, like I, I say that because um, there were some things that happened in my childhood that Um, you know, my dad was, my dad was an alcoholic, dude. He used to drink. He likes to drink. And, uh, he would, he would come home wasted and, uh, you know, him and my mom would fight. And it was physical sometimes, you know. I mean, I, like, I remember a couple different times. Um, I remember, you know, my dad being in jail, um, for like, I don't know. I don't know how long it was. Probably like a couple days or a couple weeks or whatever. I remember him coming home and shaving because he didn't shave in there. And um, I remember them had they had him like handcuffed across the street under the street light, and I was like looking out the front window, um, and the, the cops, you know, doing their thing. And then like, like I, I say my mom left, but like, did she have a choice to stay? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. I wouldn't stay in that situation either. So, like, my mom, she didn't really leave. She just, she made a choice that was better for her. And uh, she left my my father. The The drinking probably got worse, you know? Uh, my, my dad, he's a great guy, dude. And he's, like, like, he's one of the people that I look up to in life. But, like, we're, like none of us are perfect, you know? Yeah. I'm not perfect. Um There was one time we were with my mom, we were coming home from the carnival and like she was 
dropping one of our friends off. And, like, one of our friends, like, of course, we're young kids. He lived right up the street from my dad. And it was in, like, a little cul-de-sac. So, like, we were at our mom's house for that weekend. Like, we, you know, did the whole split custody custody thing. And, uh, you know, my mom pulls up the cul-de-sac and parks in front of my friend's house. My friend gets out and then you hear this and, like, my dad had thrown a liquor bottle (laughs) in the street in the middle of the cul-de-sac. So, like, she had to drive to it to get out, you know. Like, shit like that. He doesn't do stupid shit like that anymore. I love the men. Uh, we've all made their mistakes, dude. I like. I put one of my best friends through the front window at my house. You know, over a fucking girl. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, like I've done stupid shit too. Right. So like, like I like I understand. Like he he was acting on emotions. You know, he wasn't thinking clearly, and alcohol doesn't help with that. Um, what were like your feelings towards like? I guess your parents, just, like, in general. Because there's, like, a two-part story to that, right? There's, like, your dad and, like, his issues and then your mom and her decision to, like, separate herself from, like, the family. You yeah, know what I mean? and so I'm able to say that now, like, now that I've grown up and I'm able to, like, look at the situation for what it is. Um, when I was younger, I, like, Mom, if you're listening, sorry, but you're not completely innocent in this story either. But, like, I, I hated... I, I had huge, huge resentment against my dad. I hated my dad. I didn't want, I didn't want to, like, I, I never wanted to be like him. I never wanted to drink or anything. That didn't turn out so well. Um, and, like, like, I blamed him, you know, for, like, you're the reason mom left, you know. And, and there, was a, there, w- there was a point when my mom had to leave, you know, the town we are growing up in. And, like, I'm, I'm not going to share this because I, I just, I, there are some parts... With yeah, what happened absolutely. with my mom that I'm not going to share. Um, but she she had to leave town, you know? Yeah. And my dad had gotten full custody. And, like, that was rough, dude. You know? Like, yeah. where the fuck's my mom at? I'm stuck with this fucking asshole. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and, like, he wasn't an asshole. I just don't think, like... We were, we were different, <laughs> we're the same person, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the same person, and, yeah. uh, yeah, dude, so we just, we would fight, and I would sneak out, and I did whatever I wanted, and if he told me no, then I just waited till he went to sleep, and I did it. For sure. I can definitely relate to that. Definitely a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were there for some of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I think it's funny, because, like, uh. I used to talk about how sometimes when you would drink too much, like, you became your dad. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I knew your dad, right? And, like, I kind of knew what was going on, like, at your yeah. house just from what you told me while we were growing up. And then I would watch you get, like, really intoxicated and, like, get super crazy and, like, be <laughs> on the top of roofs, like, trying to listen to people's conversations and, like, yeah, yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, um, I do remember that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that it's, uh, I think, I, I think it's kind of ironic, right? That like we, no matter how much we don't want to be like our parents, we still end up similar to them in a lot of yeah, aspects, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that whole nature versus nurture sort of thing, you know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about nature versus nurture. <laughs> I don't know. Brielle's just like me and it scares the shit out of me. 
No, I totally get it. Silas is the same way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's wicked smart and knows how to manipulate. And it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's scary. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. growing up in a family where, like, alcoholism and addiction, like, pretty, like, runs pretty prevalent, um, it's honestly kind of intimidating. You know what I mean? Like, Silas is getting ready to turn 10, and, like, I have to seriously start asking myself, like, uh, when are we going to sit down and have that conversation of, like, hey, this runs in the family, and, like, you just need to be careful, right? You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. you could get it, you could not get it, but, like, you have a higher disposition for getting it, and it's super dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's funny, because I've, like, Brielle's only, like, five, dude. And, like, I've thought about that, too. And, like, I don't, like, I don't, like, not tell her stuff, you know? Like, I just, I feel like there was a lot of things that were, like, oh, you know, you can't talk about this. It's a family secret. Like, oh, you don't need to know right now. You're not old enough, which is bullshit, dude. Like, I'm fucking old enough to do two plus two. I can hear what your conversation is. Um... But, like, I just don't want to treat Brielle like, I don't, like she's on a need-to-know basis. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm completely open with her. I've, you know, I've taken her to right. like certain places with me and, you know, she's, she's, she's aware of it. She may not, like, have, like, a grasp right. on the full situation, you know, but, like, I'm, like, weary. <laughs> she's, like, 13, 14. Right. I'm going to be like, look, dude, like. I've been down this road. Uh, <laughs> you may not think so, but I have. Yeah. And I think it's funny that you talk about like it being a secret. Cause I definitely, I don't know what, if it was intentional or not, you know what I mean? I think that mainly it was just like a lot of people think that it can't happen to them. You know what I mean? Or like that or the, they're yeah, immune or the, to it or whatever. Or they're trying to be protective, or you know, tr- like, yeah. And cause I remember, getting out or I was like in jail, um, going through like the treatment program there. And I'm like talking to my mom and she's like, Oh, your uncle just got done with treatment. And I'm like, the fuck, you know what I mean? Like I had no idea that anybody had like a problem. My grandparents picked me up when I get released from jail and they're talking about how like their like brother or great cousin or something like that died from the disease you know what i mean and it's the first time i'm ever hearing about this as like an adult you know what i mean and it's just like obviously i had some obvious issues growing up you know what i mean (laughs) and uh i don't know if they just like never thought to talk about it you know what i mean but i don't want to like have that same kind of like closed-mindedness you know what i mean when it comes to like dealing with it with silas because it's like if i'm honest about it and be like you know what like it come from a place of like no judgment. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could, like, I don't judge people who like smoke or drink, you know what I'm saying? But just like, let him know that this is a problem that we have. And that if he runs into the same issues that like, I can help him, you know what I mean? Or I know what to do. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to tell, like she's going to be in high school. Right. Exactly. No, don't drink. (laughs) You know, that's because it doesn't work. High school kids are going to do that shit. Like there's no, it doesn't work at all. So, um, that's yeah. So, um, We've been friends for a really long time, like, uh, since we were, like, 12, 13 years old, and with only, like, a couple of breaks in between there. You know, we, like, I remember the first time I ever saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clown <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Fucking Harry Potter glasses. I think you had the blonde hair, long blonde hair at mm. the time. You were wearing a pair of red Converse. 
Yeah, that would have been middle school. My, it's so funny. I, I always talk about this because I'm spiteful against kids for being so mean for this. But my dad bought me and my brother uh, Converse. And I was in like sixth or seventh grade at the time. And it was before they became cool again. So everybody said I had like clown shoes with my bright red Converse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then like the very next year after I fucking hated them. You know Converse what I mean? Are cool. Converse are cool again. And I'm like, yeah. what the fucking shit? Yeah, you kids know what I'm suck, dude. Kids are the worst man yeah. um like even now and like there's no change in it like bullying and like poking fun at people is just a part of human society you know what i mean yeah like, you can yeah. you can try to teach people to be kind but there's always going to be someone making fun of somebody else you know what i mean there is there uh, is but uh there's like a few let's uh let's skip around to like towards like end of high school you know what i'm saying like obviously like we did a lot of partying growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember, high school, yeah. <laughs> or even, like, the beginning, I remember being told by, like, a couple of different people in different... Because, like, we meshed with, like, every single clique, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were with the theater fucking, like, the techie nerds, you know what I mean? And, like, the the jocks and, like, yeah. the skaters, and, like, it just didn't matter. Like, didn't we fit were in fucking anywhere. chameleons. <laughs> <laughs> Jack of all trades, yeah. master of none, you know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, high school was high school was weird, dude. Like, fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I was like an emotional little bitch. Uh, sorry, ladies. I use that term. Not not inferring ladies that are <laughs> digging my grave. Digging my grave. Yeah, just, just <laughs> down the shovel, dude. <laughs> um, I like. I don't know. I hear people like talk about high school and like. Like, there's no, like, drugs in their high school story and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that just wasn't my experience, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, like, for example, fucking, I bought a bag of weed at school one time. And pretty sure somebody found out or narked or whatever. But uh, they brought in the drug dog the next day, like, into the class I was in. And I was like... I was like, oh, good thing I don't have drugs on <laughs> like, And the dog goes off on my shit, dude. And then they're, like, asking me, like, does anybody in your family smoke? I'm like, smoke what? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, my dad smokes cigarettes, and the cop's like, oh, the dog wouldn't go off on that, you know? And But, like, I don't have anything, so I kiss my ass. I had this huge issue in high school where every time I would smoke, I don't know if it was because of my contacts, but my eyes would be so bloodshot, like so bloodshot yeah, that like fuck. that nothing I could do would like ever get rid of it. And I remember it was after I like went to Seato for like a fucking semester, you know what I mean? Yeah. Before my dad took me on the road with him. And uh, I fucking like, I come back and like, I'm, I'm with all these other people who smoke weed and we smoke weed for lunch break and come back and I'm the only one just blitz out of my fucking mind like you can see I get called into the principal's office I'm suspended my first like d like week of school there you know what I mean first they, day back <laughs> they bring in the officer and they're like who'd you get it from like is this who you got it from you know what I mean cause like there's a bunch of sketchy people who went to that school and so they're trying yeah. to get me and I'm like oh I grow that shit in my backyard you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah. because like I, I know not to say anything Listen. um High school kids are smart. <laughs> like, I, I mean, maybe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, All we listen to is rap music. We ain't standing. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up, like, listening to, like, 
Three Six Mafia and fucking like Sublime and Reggae and like punk music, you know what I mean? Like I grew up with already a sense of like I don't like the cops, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I grew up running from the cops. Yeah. Even when yeah. I wasn't doing anything wrong, just because that's the that's what culture taught me to do. You know? What yeah. I'm saying? So I never, I never really like like hated the cops right but i always felt like i had like a chip on my shoulder you know whenever the cops mm. would pull me over i'm like i know my fucking rights they're like <laughs> they're like dude you're 16 it's like get in the fucking car you don't have a fucking right <laughs> yeah, you know dude. <laughs> um yeah I, I just i mean i was always just it's not that my parents taught me this um but like i definitely just from like the people that i was around just had an automatic distrust that the cops were trying to ruin my life. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's true now at all. You know what I'm saying? But growing up, like that's just yeah. what I thought. And it's definitely my fault for like participating in like the kind of society that like, uh, the law looks down on or whatever. But, um, you know, it was just ingrained in my brain that you don't trust the police. You don't call them unless like somebody's dying. You know what I mean? Like you don't pick up the phone unless you think somebody's going to die. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to circle back to like getting high, at yeah. us, you know, getting high in school <laughs> and stuff. Um, <laughs> the first time I ever... Don't went, do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. If you're a Stay kid, don't listen to this shit, first of all. Uh, your parents should be monitoring what you listen to. <laughs> um, no, but like, like we had a lot of like really good uh, friends. Um I'm not going to say their name specifically and no need to point them out. But, like, like I feel like my choices kind of ruined those friendships mm. uh, because, like, I, you know, uh, we're not friends anymore. And, like, life happens, you know, people people separate, whatever. But, like, a lot of that was my doing, dude. Mm. You know, like, they don't want to hang out with this fucking kid doing drugs. Like, they're, like, going to college and stuff and, you know. But anyway, so I went into science class, like, fucking blitzed dude like and like i my like i wasn't thinking dude my fucking desk was right in front of the fucking teacher's desk like i was i was right in front of this (laughs) motherfucker dude and like kids the kids behind me not kids whatever they're behind me you know a couple of friends and they're like richie what the fuck is wrong with you what the fuck are you doing and i'm just like giggling like (laughs) you know like stupid little kid and i never i didn't get caught dude i don't know I think I think somebody liked me. I don't know. <laughs> Teachers thought I had promise. <laughs> I mean, they were always doing that for the longest fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, turns out they were relatively right. So good on them for that. You know. What I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like, I don't think that. Really? Not, you know, dude. Like after like sixth grade English class, what is the, what is English like? <laughs> why why are we still studying this shit? Teach me something else. Yeah, I mean, they just have to pad curriculum with stuff you know what i'm saying yeah because i mean the public school system is just a means to get parents to work more for most for the most part you know what whoa, I'm saying? whoa let's not let's this is a this is a story discussion <laughs> anyways okay. yes uh i'm sorry <laughs> we'll make this political. full circle bro <laughs> sorry uh i apologize but um yeah i mean i remember being talked to by multiple teachers about like just uh, I mean, I never really got talked to about drugs until, like, later on. It was, like, I was 16 or 17 years old. So I got away with it for a majority of the time. And yeah. I think a good portion of that is due to me just not going to school because, like, I fucking dish class all the fucking time. Um, 
You good? Sorry about that. <laughs> Down the wrong hole? The wrong hole. Yeah. Yep. Going dry. Anyways, uh, and yeah, I never really, like, I got, in, I got arrested, like, a few times when I was younger, but it was just, like, slap, slaps on the wrist, you know what I'm saying? Never really, like, at school. The most I ever got in trouble for at school was just not going to class, so. Yeah, me too. Because um, I was high. And I get super paranoid when I went to class, so I just want to go to class. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Cool. So you, you finished high school, right? At at a alternative school, yeah. Right. Yeah. That was the first time I did pills at school, too. And that was a terrible experience. I thought I remember you at, at the other high school, like, doing stuff with us in the ISS, like, bathroom. I thought I remember you there, like, at one point. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, so I lasted longer than you guys. <laughs> um, I think it was like I graduated a semester early. Like, like I didn't do my senior year at the regular high school. Like, right. I just went to Seattle and finished it up. Right. And we were supposed to graduate uh, spring 2010, and I graduated, you know, winter 2009. 2009. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a good buddy that went to <laughs> Seattle too. And uh, one day he just put, you know, two thirties on my desk. He's like, here you go, Richie, have some fun. And I was like, cool. And I didn't even think about it. And I fucking popped them and they fucked me up, dude. Fucked me up. I could not hold my fucking head up, dude. Yeah. And everybody's like, what's wrong with you, Richie? What's going on? I'm like, nothing. I'm just really tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can really say, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I didn't, I didn't like, there was never any like repercussions you know what i'm saying so i like i was just like oh this is a fun thing to do it makes me feel good no repercussions you care about anyways but you thought yeah 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 uh so i I, like i care about it now like i lost some friends dude you know right like i that part i feel bad about you know but whatever yeah make new friends (laughs) (laughs) people come and go in this world (laughs) old yeah but like i didn't have any like repercussions dude and then like I started to have like small repercussions you know like I would get in a fight with my dad cops would come because I punched a hole in the wall they'd take me to jail for the day and then like he'd kick me out and like like all I ever all I ever really got in trouble for was like warrants for not paying my court fines and like underage intoxication you know Mm -hmm. so so like I just Right. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, I got caught drinking. I just, you know, I can't get caught next time. Right. You yeah. Know? And then I, uh, well, you know, because my dad had kicked me out and, you know, I was going to let this fucking 18-year-old kid just sleep on the couch forever. Like, I had to get a job and I got this really cool job at this really cool restaurant and uh, met a bunch of older guys, you know, who, like, lived life just like I did, dude. They just partied and... You know, did coke, and they'd go out to the bars, they'd have house parties and stuff, and, like, they, like, took me in as one of their own, you know, as part of their crew. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and like, it just got worse. I don't even remember the first time I did, like, heroin or pills or, like, meth, because it all just kind of, like... I remember the first time you did coke. Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a cool experience. Yeah, Richie, go ahead and just, go ahead and just make a line right there. Richie, what the fuck? Where's all the coke? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just did it. <laughs> I, I fucking 
threw down on this eight, I bought this eight ball at a party and Richie had never done coke before. And I just, I have like another person in the bedroom with me and I like just have it all out on the table. Right. And I have like a card and a fucking rolled up bill, whatever. And we're all just like doing lines. And I was like, Hey Richie, like just make your own line and, and fucking do it. And I, I turned back around and it's all gone. <laughs> he did the whole fucking thing. Um, thank goodness. Like, fentanyl wasn't going around back when we were fucking around like that because we'd for sure be dead like maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> listen I was bored with a with a tolerance around oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that was a I remember that night actually. yeah yeah, yeah that, that was, was a fun, fun night um and like we had we had good times for sure um I don't remember I, I remember the first time I did an opiate, um, but we'll save some of my stories for later on. Yeah, um, me and uh, me and another buddy, we used to do, like, like Percocet 5s and stuff and go out to Lick and Chill and, like, I just, we would, like, dip the blunts of codeine and stuff. I don't, like, I don't even remember mm. the first time I did that stuff. And then we, we all had a friend. We all had that one friend that we would go over and just smoke 80s with. Yeah. 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 That was, I did a lot of that. A yeah. lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a wild high school experience. Like, I look at kids that are the same age that we were. You know what I mean? And it makes me feel so much fucking older. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're like doing TikTok dances and stuff. No, <laughs> well, not even that. It's just like, I'll meet. Like, I worked for um, in Tucson when I worked at like an after school program for a little while. Um, I would like meet like 11 and 12 year olds, you know what I'm saying? Who are like relatively completely innocent to the point where like, I just realized that like smoking weed and like drinking almost every night is not normal for no. a fucking 12 year old kid. You know what I'm it's saying? It's not normal for most fucking adults. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, but that's, that's what my life was. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, that's, that's how I know, like I have a problem, you right. know, <laughs> because like, even adults, like, they take breaks, you know? There's no break, dude. Right. Yeah. No, no break at all. Um, I didn't want to take a break, right? No. Like, I thought my life was fulfilled as long as I could get as messed up as I possibly could pretty much every single day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I had a really bad habit of, like, manipulating and dragging these, like, innocent girls down with me, dude. <laughs> I feel terrible about that, too. But, yeah, and, and like... So, you graduated high school. Right? I did. And then, did. uh, where, I feel like we kind of like gained some distance from there. Right. You know what I mean? For a little while. Right. Yeah. It um, was all kind of like, I mean, for, from like 18 to 21, it was just, I mean, nothing really significant happened. Um, I mean, you know, stories happen, but like, let's right. not all make this about horror stories. <laughs> um, but like, it was just, you know, partying, drugs, you know, like, it was mostly, like, smoking weed and, like, doing party drugs up until, like, that point. And then, like, pills were kind of, like, becoming a main priority. Um, and then, for some reason, they stopped making the pills I liked. Uh, you know. Yeah, who, I don't know why. I don't yeah, know why, why, they why would them. they stop making painkillers yeah. that killed the pain? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it... To clarify, they still made them. You just couldn't break them down the way that we wanted to. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. So yeah, 
yeah, they put some fucking thing in the chemical structure. The, the gel it wouldn't slide on boil anymore. You couldn't smoke like them. You couldn't break them up and rail them. Nope. Time release bullshit. You had to like in order to like break them down. You had to like put them in a microwave and like it, I broke it a glass. Separated. I broke a glass plate one time trying to do that. Is like yeah. Yeah, and then by that time you burn up a lot of the yeah. what you want anyways. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, we could we couldn't find any of the pills we liked. They stopped making them, and uh, a good buddy of mine was like, "Hey, you want to try some opium?" And of course, it wasn't opium. <laughs> uh, yeah, we live on the west coast. No yeah, <laughs> it was not opium, but he fucking got me, dude. Yeah. You know, he's like, "Here, just smoke this opium, bro." It was heroin. Um, <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, this stuff's cool, dude. Like, I like it. He's like, yeah, that was heroin, not opium. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not even that. Yeah, I'm like, can you get more? (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, heroin just took over my life, dude. And, like, after after being, like, on heroin for a while, um, like, meth, I was like, fine, I'll smoke some meth, too, you know? Like, everybody I was hanging out with was doing whatever drugs I could get their hands on, you know? And it wasn't, like, about having fun anymore. Right. Like, you know, there was no parties. There was no, like, I mean, the biggest party I went to was, like, three tweakers, you know, looking out the fucking window and shit. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it got bad, dude. Like, I was just, I was this fucking, like, 19, 20-year-old fucking crackhead, dude. Well, not crackhead. There didn't have crack there. But... Not real crack. Not real crack. We definitely did pasties for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I traded a pasty one time for a roll of toilet paper. (laughs) Because I had to take a shit. (laughs) And my buddy lived right down the street. So I called him. I'm like, hey, do you have a roll of toilet paper? He's like, yeah, why? I'm like, I'll trade you for a pasty. (laughs) He's like, come on over. (laughs) And I think I left the roll of toilet paper there. You just took a shit in the bathroom. Yeah, I was like, sweet, dude. Good. Yeah, dude. And then, like, but, like, it was just all, like, it was it was stupid, dude. There was, like, there was no more fun in it. There was no... Yeah, you got, you got raided one time. Did I? I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> right on fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Main Street yeah. fucking... Blocking off 3.30 in the afternoon (laughs) on Halloween day, dude. (laughs) Everybody in fucking town knew what was going down. Uh, Man, that was a good time. And that was partly my fault, too. Uh, I was just so, like, uh, what's the word? Not ignorant, but, like... Obvious? No, like, uh, it starts with an N. I guess ignorant would work. Um... Naive. Mm-hmm. I was like really naive, you know. Right. I'm like these cops can't fucking search my house, blah blah. blah. And like I was getting ready for work, um, and of course I got my you know sack of weed in my pocket, and I'm bumping my stereo really loud, and some fucking old lady down the street called on a noise complaint, which is bullshit. Old lady, the fucking 10 p.m. fucking noise, whatever. Bro, we were obnoxious. I don't, yeah, I don't sure. blame anybody I was not, for... Her fucking... Her windows were probably shaking, dude. Yeah, like, I... I would not doubt it. <laughs> um, but anyways, I go to leave for work, and I open the door to walk out the front door, and there's a cop standing right there, like, about to knock. Um, and I was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you can smell the weed, dude. Right. You know, there's a bong on the fucking coffee table that he probably saw. Uh, so he, like, detained me. 
detained everybody in the house um, and then like waited to get a search warrant, you know, and uh, they didn't find shit though. They didn't find shit. They found a bunch of foils, you know? Yeah. And like, they're like, Mr. Campbell, what are these foils for? I'm like, what do you mean, what are they for? You know what they're for, you know? And he's like, we're going to get these labs and have them tested. I'm like, they're, they're, they're blank. They're clean pieces of foil. Like, I ain't smoked drugs off them yet. I don't got no drugs, <laughs> dude. I did have a couple points, though. But I had it like I had the master. I had the master. Oh, they're gonna get me now. <laughs> I had the uh, I had the master bedroom because like yeah. At the time, I had a decent job. I was making all right money, and I was working a bunch of overtime. But like, and they didn't bring a dog for some reason. Stupid fucks. Um, but I had one of those little like security lock boxes, you know, yeah. the little ones. Yep. And it was it was like and there's a towel cabinet in the master bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And you could lift up the bottom of the of the cabinet and, right. and you could put stuff under there, you know, just close it. Yeah. And they didn't find it. Which Dang. is which is cool. Because when I got out the next day I gotta get high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing was like why he had us all detained and he's on the uh, the radio or whatever, you know, doing his thing, like we're all standing there in a circle. Like I still have my weed in my pocket. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I like pull it out and I like lean over the fence, cross my arms all nonchalant and I like dump the weed out <laughs> into my neighbor's yard. Uh, and then, like, the next day when we got out, I went and, like, picked up the nugs. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But all we got was, like, possession of paraphernalia charges. Right. And, like, I think it was only, like, me and another person that got charged and everybody else. Wow. That was it. Right. Uh, definitely lucky, for sure. And I also experienced my fair share of luck uh, multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, and, like, we probably deserved to lose that place uh, because I would have sketchy people over, you know, smoking, yeah, one of them, for sure. smoking meth in the bathroom. Yep. And, like, just traffic all day and all night, dude, yeah. you know? And I was a dumb kid with a fucking house, dude, yeah. you know? Who <laughs> signed off on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not the people who actually own the house, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, and they, like, you know, when we got back the next day, they they had posted an eviction notice, we had 30 days. So, yeah, that was the end of that. Um, and then, like, I don't really remember what I did afterwards, it was all kind of blurry, I was, like, really smoking a lot of meth at the time. So, and I there was that whole thing with, like... Brandon that happened around that whole time where you guys like ran away to California remember that that was that was that was way after that was like two years after yeah but I mean you know what I mean it's just more of the same shit for yeah know, a little bit yeah for sure that, so more of the same shit I moved in I think I'm mo- yeah I moved in with a buddy of mine um and then like I was out at all times of the day and like I was living at his house you know I hadn't been there for like three days and like so I went up into my room went through my shit found a dope pipe and then I, like, came home. He's like, dude, you got to get the fuck out. Like, I can't have that shit in my house, dude. So he kicked me out. And then I was, like, doing the homeless thing, I guess, you know. Couch surfing. Couch surfing. I tried, like, this is, like, the first, like, time I, like, thought maybe I should get sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, like, the whole, uh, uh, what's Narva? You know what I'm talking about? Nar- Northern Arizona. Behavioral. 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 Behavioral real rehabilitation, something. Yeah. But, like, they gave me Suboxone. <laughs> All I had to do was go talk to this counselor for an hour, 
once a week, you know, and they <laughs> gave me a script of some boxing, dude. And I was like, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I totally abused it. Like, you know, and the lady was there to help and she was a real cool lady. Um, she had been like my counselor when I was, when I was a kid, uh, going through my parents split up and everything. Um, so like, and like she was, you know, she was there to help, but I, like, I didn't want to help myself. Mm. Um, I was living at my dad's. This is around the time when spice became a thing. Spice mm. came out. You remember that? In our lifetime, they invented spice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because it was like, I was around 20, like maybe close to 21, something like that, when like spice became like really popular because Silas had already been born and I had like chilled on like the hard drugs, but all my, a bunch of my friends were still on probation. And so a bunch of them would smoke spice because they didn't, it didn't come up in UAs at the time. And I fucking hated spice, but I wasn't on probation. So, like, I would never yeah. smoke it because I would just smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hated it, too, but, like, I did whatever drugs were available to right. me. Right. <laughs> I just didn't... Spice almost it always fucked me, me up, headache, dude. dude. It fucked me up. I felt like I was going to die, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking couldn't walk, couldn't breathe. Like, my chest pounded out of my fucking... Yeah. My heart's pounding out of my chest. That's when I had that K2 stuff in it, too, before yeah. they, like, started mixing up the recipes and they made, like, K2 illegal and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, of course, Suboxone didn't work. Uh, I did, like, maybe, like, six months of, like, stringing on this uh, counselor and, like, getting a script to Suboxone. And they were like, okay, it's time to start tapering down. And I was like, oh, I'm out, dude. Yeah, you know? that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... And I like my dad had let me, you know, come back and stay in his house, and uh, I got a fucking job at Denny's, the graveyard cook, so through the graveyard graveyard shift at Denny's, and like yeah. smoking meth, little fucking yeah, clean as station. one does, you know <laughs> yeah, saying, as dude. a graveyard cook at yeah. Denny's, yeah. You know and saying? I would walk, no offense, I would walk to yeah. and from work, dude. It was oh, just that's a long ass fucking walk. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not that long. But you just cut through the golf course. It's a nice walk in the middle of the night. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Full moon out. It's great. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. run into some partiers on old nine or I wasn't ever that, that I wasn't ever that lucky. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but then, like, uh, you know, I started to get really bad again. Like, because while I was doing the suboxone, like, I kind of made it appear like I was doing better. You know? Right. Like, I could... Manage it. I was, I was, yeah, I was managing better. a little bit. Like I could, you know, like you could trade. I could for, play it off to my dad. Oh, I'm right. sleeping all day because I'm working the graveyard shift. You know, right. I'm still going to my counseling thing. Blah blah blah. I just, you know, I'm working the graveyard shift. That's why I'm sleeping all day. Um, eventually, that that uh, wasn't working so well. Yeah, and my my dad had stopped drinking at this time, and he was like doing his own thing, and like he couldn't be around that either. Um. So, you know, kicked me out again, whatever. Um, so I'm hanging out with, hanging out with Brandon, you know, and it just like a geographical change seemed like such a great idea. And we had no money. Uh, we had his grandma's car. Yeah, and I had a computer. So we traded my computer to uh, this uh, distributor of illicit uh, <laughs> substances. <laughs> uh, she traded us my computer for drugs and we sold a little bit to get gas money and then like, dude, it took us days to to make this eight hour drive. <laughs> it took us days. Like yep. we came, 
we came to Flagstaff first because we had to stop by a buddy here and get some heroin, you know, because we couldn't just do all meth, like, and then we drove to Cali, dude, hit the 40, man, stopping at, like, every rest stop to spin the pipe, Brandon, I don't know what the fuck, dude, he, I don't know, he's, he, he kind of scared me, he was really fucking high, we hadn't slept in days, driving all over the fucking highway, dude, like a fucking maniac, speeding and shit, you know, and then, like, we get to, we get to, uh, Hesperia, California, um, and I have, I have some family who lives there, and we stop by there, <laughs> like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just fucking, hey, yeah. yeah. can I shower, yeah. take a nap, maybe? <laughs> Tweaked out, dude, I, like, I, I feel bad about this, too, but, uh. You know, we showed up and they're like, they're like, yeah, you can stay the night, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we went to my cousin's house. He hooked us up with some weed. My aunt tells me, look, Richie, if you want to stay here and figure some shit out, you're more than welcome to, but your friend can't, you know. Uh, so I wrote him a letter. I She gave me some money to fill his gas tank up with gas. We went to the gas station the next day. You know, I left the letter on the thing. Put the weed in his glove box. The letter told him the weed was in the glove box. So there wasn't any, like, confusion <laughs> if he got pulled over. <laughs> you know, and it was like, I'm out, dude. Good yeah. luck. Um, so I'm, I'm living in California. Like, I literally have, I think, a backpack with, like, two pairs of underwear, uh, another shirt, and another, like, pair of pants. And I don't have a phone. I've never, I haven't had a phone for, like, months, dude. Like, I don't even know Instagram was a thing or, like, Facebook or anything at this time. Living there, uh, I started talking to this girl through my new Facebook, you know, uh, who I had met while working at Denny's back in Page. And, like, I uh, started trying to find a job, dude. And, like, for, like, as far as, like, me and sobriety goes, like, that was probably my most sober time while not being sober. Right. You know, because yeah, I was yeah. just drinking and smoking weed. Right. And I found a job, dude. And it took like three months to find a job. Like nobody, every, everybody I talked to was like, dude, we're not fucking hiring you. Mm. Like we got enough crackheads around here. <laughs> um, but I finally got a job. And uh, and like I'm working, dude, and it doesn't take less than, less than a week, dude. Less than a week. I spot this dishwasher from across the fucking restaurant, dude. And I was like, that guy's fucking high, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I walk over, I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? What's going on? I'm Richie, you know, introduce myself, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know where to get some shit, dude? <laughs> he was like, he was like, what? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Like, gave me his number, dude. We used to hang out. He would hook me up. Um, it's funny how we're like bloodhounds. For dude, you know I, mean? like, I sniffed that yeah, shit out, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I spotted him from across the way, dude. Right. Like, you can always tell. Within like half a second, I was like, yep, that's my new hookup. Yeah. Um, and it was off to the races again. Like, I was just drinking at the time and, like, smoking weed and that was it, too. And, like, I thought that was sober, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, at the first the first sign that maybe I could do some other drugs, dude, I fucking, I was gone, you know? So that job didn't pan out. Uh, I ended up getting another job doing, like, um, like industrial, like, doors and stuff, like, like hangar bay doors and like uh garage doors garage not like not like for like homes but right. like for like warehouses commercial, commercial yeah. garage doors yeah and like uh 
I was I was kind of sober at that point too. Like I would I would get some heroin like every once in a while, but like for the most part, like I was just you know drinking and smoking, and we would do like these fucking like we would test these these fire the fire safety doors, you know, and like yeah. we got like our company had the contract for all of the WalMarts and like. You know, in like a 300 mile radius. Dude. Right. And that's a fucking lot of Walmarts. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been to the majority of the Walmarts in fucking Southern California. dude. <laughs> <laughs> in like a six month span, dude, we would just hit like three or f- three or four a day, you know, and test all of their doors and make sure they'd like that, you know, if they were, if there was a fire, they would shut and right. contain the fire. Um, and then like, I don't, I don't really know, like. I don't want to say it was my cousin's fault, but like, you know, cousin gets out of jail. Um, cousin has a good connection, you know. Uh, so I started doing more drugs, and like, I move out of my aunt's house. I uh, move in with uh, another relative, and like, he rents me out a room, you know, like a. They're like, you need to start paying rent and find somewhere to live. So I'm like, oh, I'm moving with him. I'll pay rent, dude. Um, that that didn't even last a month. It did not even last a month. Um, I was still talking to this girl and like pretty much burnt all my bridges. Um, I had this sweet ass Honda Civic. It was like 2001 Honda Civic LX stick shift, bro. Sweet, bro. Fucking two-door coupe. I was ready to go. <laughs> I didn't even have a bed at this time, dude. Uh, so I loaded all my shit into the car, and I went down to Tucson, dude. You know? For this girl, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't, it got me to where I'm at now, so, like, I'm glad I did it. Go down to Tucson, you know. I feel, I feel really bad about this point in my life because I was just, like... Like, yeah, I had feelings for her, but I, like, I was, she also, like, supported me, you know, which is cool, because every drug, good drug addict needs somebody to support her. <laughs> I, she knew I was doing drugs for the most part. You know, I feel, I feel, I feel, you know, terrible about this. Like, uh, you know, I probably, like, I, like, I, I really, like, fucked up that whole situation. Um, and, like, I did, like, I just do selfish shit, dude, um. I could steal money out of her purse and stuff, and like we're in Tucson paying six hundred bucks month, six hundred bucks a month rent. Like I have to pay three hundred dollars for rent, dude. Like, like my living expenses were not that <laughs> high, dude. <laughs> you know, and I had a full time job. I was working, and I just never had any fucking money, dude. And I was always stealing from her, and you know, lying to her, fucking going behind her back, doing shady shit. You know, we uh. We found out she was pregnant and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to clean up my shit. You know, I'm going to have a kid now, blah, blah, blah. That lasted all of like two days, dude. And then she catches me getting high. I think at least I don't really remember what happens. She, she caught me getting high or she caught me texting somebody to get drugs, whatever. Um, and she had caught me before and this was just kind of like the last straw and she fucking left, you know, went back up to Paige and I was down in Tucson, no car, you know, I'm right. like, you know, so, uh, the good heroin addict that I am, I invite my buddies over <laughs> and we just get really high, dude, right. you know? And I don't know, the next, the next like nine months or like, like a lot happened, but it all happened like super fast. 
yeah, what's really funny about this is I was actually in Tucson at the same time that all yeah, this was yeah, happening, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, I didn't see any of this, which is good for me, because, like, I was sober at the time, um, and in treatment, and doing the whole good on probation shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm really glad that I honestly didn't hit hey, you up. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't <laughs> <laughs> I think I did try to hit you up a few times, and, yeah, you, and you always, we like... came and saw you. Yeah, when I first got there. Like, yeah. I had just got out of jail. My parents drove me down there so I could, like, get started at the fucking Salvation Army there. And you, like, saw me at the hotel room that they were, like, staying at or whatever. And, like, yeah. we talked for a little bit, and then... But I think after, like, I had hit you up a few times, um, and you kind of, like blew me off because you were getting high you know what i mean like because that's what happens you know what i'm saying like yeah unless i'm like outwardly saying like hey i want to get fucked up like i don't have anything to do with your life you know what i'm saying like that's just how it is yeah i don't know i like i really like i really fucked up my memory like because a lot of this is just like point to point dude like i don't remember any of the in-between shit like i there was a lot of like you know, getting high in the closet in the dark and stuff, or, like, sneaking and lying and being manipulative. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it makes sense why you wouldn't remember all of it, because it's just more of the same shit, just over and over and over again. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, the location just, might change, but it's just it was the Yeah, same the shit. same shit, just a different location. Um, but she's pregnant now, and, like, after a couple of days of sitting at this house, getting high with my friends, like... I started to think that, like, maybe I should get my shit together. Right. Um, or at least I convinced her that I was ready. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I had no idea how to get sober, what sober really meant, you know, none of that. Um, so, like, we come to this conclusion that I'm going to move back to Paige with her and live with her at her parents' house. <laughs> And, and like, I, like, I feel really bad, like, cause like I was, you know, doing drugs and shit at her parents' house while like their daughter is pregnant and I'm the fucking, like, I'm, I'm the guy who got her pregnant, you know, while I'm doing drugs and living off of them. But like, I wasn't, I was like, I was kind of sober when I first got there. Like I was drinking and smoking, um, you know, and like, and like they drank with me, you know, and they thought it was all good, dude. And like. Like I'm like I'm a master fucking manipulator, dude, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and then like, of course, you know, she finds my stash in the closet, right? And fucking throws it away, and then catches me trying to get it out of the trash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she like she she leaves me at her parents' house. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> goes to her grandparents' house. Um. And like, dude, I like this is a fucked up part. Like, I was, I was, I was in the middle of my sickness, dude. Like, and like, yeah, I wanted to be sober, but like, I had no idea how to be sober, what sober really meant. Like, I did. There was all these problems that I had with myself and insecurities and and resentments and like guilt um, and like shame that I like didn't know how to deal with, dude. And like, drugs made them go away. So. So let's uh let's kind of skip ahead a little bit here. Yeah, because it's a long ass fucking story. <laughs> well, and I I've, I have some practice, so I'm going into some details. <laughs> um, skip ahead. My daughter was born. She's 
beautiful little girl. She was born October 23rd, 2015. Um, and I was, I was getting high in the bathroom in the maternity ward, you know? Uh, like, yeah, well, you know, my, while well, she's, you know, in labor, uh, newborn baby, you know, I'm getting high the whole time. And she knew it. Um, I think this was like where she started to just like, uh, like d- disassociate, right? Right. Yeah. You know, um, and then like we kind of, I don't know, she, she dealt with me for like another year. It was two months before Brielle's first birthday and I was probably like 120, 130 pounds soaking wet, dude. And, uh, like she'd finally had enough, dude. I went on this, and I don't, I don't know how the fuck. I had a decent job, dude. Boss sends us up to California to do this, like, training program thing, whatever. And I'm fighting with her through text messages the whole time. And, like, I come back, and the house is fucking empty, dude. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, yeah, so the house is empty. And, of course, it's, like, poor me, blah, blah, blah. I have this, I have this shitty car. Um... And, like, I'm drinking a lot, and I'm doing other drugs. <sighs> I'm getting boring, aren't I? It's getting no, boring. you're fine. No, okay. no. This is, like, right at the, like, important part. You right know at know the cusp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is at the cusp. You're, you're about to climax. So, I'm, you know I'm, I mean? I'm about Don't to make climax. a mess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reminds me of It's Always Sunny when he's <laughs> Dennis. He's just like, I got off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know... Um, like, I'm free now, dude. I'm free. I have my own place. Free. Free. Yeah, Quotation I'm free. Marks. Quotation yeah. marks. But I'm all alone, dude. Yeah. And I have people over, and I'm, I'm shooting up, and, like, my buddy at work, like, I'm kind of playing it off like I'm okay. Like, I'm good, you know? Right. Uh, I'm just, but I'm just, I'm just pushing all these emotions down. I'm ignoring everything. Cool thing about where we're from is they do, like, a fucking gun sale uh, out of a church. <laughs> it's pretty sweet you just walk in there and buy a gun dude hell yeah it's cool America America <laughs> but like I didn't have anything on my record so you know yeah that doesn't matter anyways so I buy this gun and uh like like I'm like oh yeah that'd be a cool gun to have blah 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 and like my intentions was like you know I'm gonna fucking off myself right um because I'm just like I'm like alone and like I'm not I'm not a father to my daughter I'm not you know, a good partner, like, I have nothing, like, everything that I thought would be important in my life is no longer there, right. you know, um, and, uh, so, like, it goes on for a couple of weeks, whatever, blah, 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 and I tried to, I tried to kill, like, I googled how much Tylenol do you have to take to kill yourself, you That's know? a painful death, dude. Dude. It's not But, like, it. like, I took a bunch of fucking Tylenol, <laughs> and... I just fucking fell asleep and I woke up like hours later with puke all over me and my dad banging on the door like because nobody had heard from me in like 16 hours, you know, um, and like there's like dried vomit stuck yeah. to my face and like it's, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, dude, whatever. And like he was concerned, yeah. you know, um, but like I didn't I didn't see it. And then like. Like, I'm, I'm, like, depressed, and I'm, like, running out of funds, dude, so I'm getting less and less drugs, and, like, uh, I finally say, fuck it, dude, and I'm, like, in a fucking empty-ass house with a futon and a small-ass TV, and 
gun's right there in front of me, and I'm like loading it and unloading it and playing with it and you know smoking heroin, and I'm like crying. Um, yeah, dude, and like like I was. I was ready to do it, dude. Like, you know, like, like I thought my daughter would be better off without me because I'm like, I'm just this worthless fucking drug addict and I don't know how to get sober or like, you know, like I, I, I couldn't do it, dude. I had tried and tried and tried and like I just, but I had never asked for help either and I was never really willing to do any change, but I just, you know, poor me fucking mentality. But you were only willing to change what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, dude. If 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 it, if everybody would just let me do drugs and not fucking, you know, <laughs> it would have been all cool. Uh, but like, not being a part of Brielle's life was, uh, like, that was the thing that really like weighed heavy on me. You know, like I I just in my mind it was it was I would rather her just have a memory of her father than know that I'm just this, this worthless drug addict, dude. Um, sometimes I'm crying and I'm bawling and fucking loading and unloading this gun and playing with it and getting high and crying and bawling. Just like the circle for like an hour. Um, and I like load the gun, dude, and I'm getting ready and I'm just staring at it in my hand. A buddy of mine calls. Did I say his name earlier? Yeah. Anyway, Brandon Brandon had called. Um, You know, and like, he was was sober. He was like really sober. Not like just not doing drugs and like still drinking and stuff. Like he was sober. I answered the phone, you know, blowing snot. (laughs) Hello? You know? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. And he's like, he's like, He's like, what's going on, dude? You all right? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I just wanted to call you. You know, and that was like, uh, I, I, I feel like that was the first time that like a higher power had intervened in my life. I don't know if I would have really done it if Brandon hadn't called. But mm-hmm. like, I'm glad he did. For sure. Because he talked me out of it. Um, yeah, dude, and he... He talks me out of it. He offers me a place to stay, and he makes sobriety sound all peachy keen, <laughs> like life's good, and he's laughing and happy, and like I wanted that, dude. Like I, I had not like honestly laughed or been happy in such a long time, you know. Um, so I packed a bag and I came down here, and you know, then I'm sleeping on a couch. You're sleeping on the couch next to me. <laughs> yep, yep. It, uh, it's funny because that place was like the recovery trap house. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because it was not glamorous no, at all, for I had sure. I seen a but couple. better than like where I was before, so for sure. So. Yeah. Look, dude, I was I was sober. I, w- I got sober there. Um, you know, and like... I worked on some of my issues and like like eternally grateful to this guy. Um, but like sobriety hasn't all been that great either. Who the fuck's calling you, bro? Don't worry about it, dude. Okay. Alright, cool. Continue. Cool. I don't I don't really know where else to go. Dude. So uh yeah, you were in Flagstaff. You 
start doing the thing. You know what I mean? The thing that we do when... We're getting we, sober. Yeah. We're addressing childhood trauma. We're yeah, fucking yeah. learning who uh, we are as yeah. a person. Like, I had no idea who I was as a person. And, like, God, dude, I feel like that was so long ago. Uh, it definitely feels that way. <laughs> that's, that's almost five years. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's like a third of our friendship. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Fuck, dude. Um, maybe a little more. But, um, you know, and it's so funny, too, because I still think about, like, early sobriety, like, for the both of us. And it was still so fucking dramatic. Like I'm, I'm, think, yeah. I'm thinking about you're telling like war stories and like smoke meth in bathroom and like that life is so dramatic, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's so full of drama and people like ripping each other off and like people like cheating on each other and like all sorts of shit. And early recovery is just kind of like that too. You know what I mean? Like I remember for me, like, being dramatic and, like, wanting to fucking off myself in, like, my first few months of sobriety, you know what I'm saying? And then I also remember you, like, calling me crying, walking down the street. Oh, um, I was going to the bar. Dude. Yeah, you it were, was, like, it was... down 66, dude. like, full send, <laughs> but, you, but you picked up the phone, you I, know yeah, what I'm saying? I did. Um, and that's, that's something that, like, a lot of people don't do, dude, and it breaks my heart, dude. Yeah. Anyways, let, let's talk about this a little bit. Like, going through sobriety, dude, like, I had to, like, learn how to, like, live life, dude. And, like, I had to, like, make mistakes. Like, I was, you know, start seeing this girl. And then, like, you know, I'm a douchebag, of course. I break up with her because, like, I got this job. And there's other girls there. And I'm, like, I'm, like, I just want to be single, you know. <laughs> and, like, the whole time, like, I'm sober. I'm still fucking, I'm still lying. I'm still manipulating. Like, I'm still, like, sick, you know. And, like, I just... Like, I was acting like a little kid, dude, you know? Um, and it, dude, it took, like, a year of sobriety before I, like, really, like, started to get my shit together. Fuck, dude. I And I, I completely agree. Like, I got into a relationship, like, 60 days into my sobriety or fucking four months or 90 days or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was and, just... and uh, like, I still ended up manipulating that person to, like move out of fucking the, the recovery trap house, you know what I mean? And like do my own thing. And like, always like she had a car. I didn't, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. it really became apparent to me how much, how like much I needed to get my shit together after we had broken up. You know what I'm saying? Cause like things were, things were getting bad between us. And I'm like thinking about like what it would look like if we broke up and I had a fucking TV and a PlayStation 4. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like an Instapot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I had, I didn't have my own bed. I didn't have, and I didn't, had no money to either because like I spent all my money on super shit. I didn't know how to fucking budget or anything, right? Like this is two years of being sober and like, I still had no fucking idea. Yeah, I was sleeping on a futon mattress <laughs> on the floor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, like, just blowing my money on stupid shit. But, yeah, like, I, I like, like, that, uh, that guilt of, like, not being a father started to, like, creep back up, dude. And, like, I had only, like, seen Brielle, um, a couple of times, like, in my sobriety, mm. you know? Like, I, I had made, like, a minimal effort. Like, she deserved better than that, you know? Mm. Um, she's, she's, like a huge reason as to why I got sober. I know people say you're supposed to like do it for yourself, but like, nah, man, I have very low standards for myself. Okay. <laughs> the only thing that matters is that you do it. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. The only thing that like, it doesn't matter why you do I'm it. I'm fucking sober, dude. Just like, fucking do it. That's four and a half matters. years in, dog. Where you at, bro? <laughs> 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 but like, there was this, there was this little girl who needed a father, and I was at, I would like that was me, right? You know, and like so, like I started to get my shit together. I got a car. Um, I started like making the effort to go up there and see her. You know, like I would drive up there on the weekends just to fucking stay at my dad's and hang out with my daughter, dude. Like and like, I like I got a deep like not a good job. I I was assistant manager at IHOP by <laughs> by any means. Like I was still do, like. If, if anybody ever offers you an assistant manager job at, like, a Denny's or an IHOP, don't take it, dude. Do you mean the sweatshop for pancakes, though? Yeah, sweatshop <laughs> for pancakes, dude. That's what it is. But, like, I start fighting to be a part of this this little girl's life. And, like, by no means at first did I have, like, any right to be, you know, a father. Did I have a right, like, to have a say? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had I had to earn that. Now she's fucking five and a half, dude. You know, she's she's almost smarter than me, dude. Couple couple days in school and she'll be smarter than me for sure. I'm pretty sure she's already smarter than you. Don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Her problem solving skills are on point. <laughs> um, but like, you know, dude, like slowly but surely, um, my life started getting better, dude. Um, I I met this amazing girl, um. You know, you're fucking married now. I'm married now, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm married. I got a kid due in a couple weeks, number two. Um, and like, like I've I've fully embraced like all of the responsibilities that comes with that, and like, I want my kids to have like a better, like I can't change what they're gonna do, but I can change what they think, like a like a. A family unit is you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because i never really had like right that uh stability stable family unit yeah mm-hmm. there was yeah i don't i'm i'm kind of i'm i'm lost now dude i'm just rambling no man you're fine i mean it's uh knowing you for such a long time it's been like number one a complete fucking trip right like to think about Hopping over the fence in my in my backyard, you know what I mean? Because we were yeah, teaching school stuff for me in my house. Your dad showed up, dude, randomly out of on nowhere. the fucking road most of the fucking year, and he yeah. just happens to show up the and day we, we did just, school. Like, hide in the <laughs> desert until school's over because he can't do anything else. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, scared as fuck that he that he found out that we were there. You know, what I mean? <laughs> he didn't. So whatever. You know, what I'm saying? he can't hear for shit. That's what being a musician does for you. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just. I love you, Dad. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and, uh, you know, and then, like, going through all the shit that we did and then, like, spending the last, like, five years, like, doing the goddamn thing. You know what I mean? And, like, it's what's crazy is, like, we start getting things back really, really quickly um, in comparison, right? Like, we yeah. just – but we still want things at, like, a faster speed than most. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it took me fucking almost, like – 20 fucking years to destroy my fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like a little more than that, like 23 years or something, 13, 15 years of doing drugs. You know what I'm saying? And then like, um, 
now you have like fucking joint custody of your kid you're fucking married you have a decent job you know what i'm saying like yeah you've got a, an actual family that's like your family you know what i'm saying yeah um good relationship with your parents you know what i'm saying and like yeah. all of that in a really short amount of time you know what i'm saying like super short five super years short. yeah you know what i'm saying just a couple years dude yeah <laughs> think about four and a half years ago you're fucking like smoking meth in the bathroom like looking out the fucking window like thinking people are walking by your house you know what i'm saying like yeah 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 that's that's where you were at four and a half years ago so you know in the amount of time it takes to get a fucking bachelor's degree you know what i'm saying like you're life is relatively put together you know what i'm saying after yeah. being in shambles yeah and i think that's fucking beautiful you know what i'm saying like for for you and for fucking me and for fucking everybody else that i know um that i grew up with it's uh, honestly a fucking blessing right um, yeah because like most of us don't make it out right and like there's a there's a good core group of my same friends that i had in high school that are trying to like do better you know what I mean? And like, yeah. and they're succeeding, right? Like Brandon just bought a fucking house, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, how the fuck did he do that first, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he had a two year head start. So I, I think if we follow the definitions, we should both have our own places in about two years. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, he also makes a crap load more money than we do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, and there's like the joint. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, yeah. He, he makes enough money to where he can be like, oh, I don't want to work this week and be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like, I wish I could do that. My job would fucking shit a brick, though. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So would mine. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I make the schedule, but I got to plan that shit out and be like, hey, I'm going to take like this week off. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that okay? This is, you know what I mean? I have to come prepare like it's a business proposal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, I'm glad people depend on me. You know what I mean? I'm glad that I feel um needed because that was something that like i never really felt before you know what yeah I'm saying? like whether it's in my job or in my family or in the community you know what i mean like i'm i'm present you know what i mean and like yeah. uh, and i think i think that's great you know um it's yeah uh where you're at like i'm super fucking like proud to know you and like call you my friend you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's fucking dope right like yeah. super dope it's super dope bro yeah and we're doing a fucking podcast right Cool. I don't know. You got anything else? No, nah, man. All right. right. I think I'm good. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, please hit the donate button if you feel so inclined. <laughs> located at the bottom of the link. Um, and uh, yeah, tune in next week. A uh, couple things. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody that does listen. I We appreciate the love and support. Um, we're constantly working and talking about things uh, to make this this a better experience for everybody. Yeah. Have a beautiful fucking day, and thanks for listening to my story. And John is here, too. See you next time.